Hello, friends. I'm Luke, and I serve on the music team at Holy Family. We continue to hear stories from people like you who listen to the Holy Family podcast and consider Holy Family your church. And whether you're someone who's constantly on the go, hasn't found a church community where you live to which you can belong, or someone who's wondering about the shape of your faith, we are honored to be with you by sharing these reflections from our Sunday liturgies. We rely on the generosity of our congregation, which includes you wherever you listen, to help our ministry achieve and maintain financial health. If this podcast has been a gift to you, would you consider making a contribution so that we can continue offering resources that welcome questions, curiosities, and doubts? You can make a gift by following the link in our show notes. That's at holyfamilyhtx.org. From Holy Family HTX, an Episcopal church for people without a church, this is the Holy Family Podcast, a collection of ideas about leading a Jesus-centered life. We clearly explore the church's understandings while bringing our own questions, curiosities, and doubts, and we never demand fake agreement. Theological exploration is just better that way. So, let's take a moment of silence as we get ready to contemplate today's ideas. Did you know that Easter is actually a 50-day party? In the same way that Christmas is actually 12 days in the church, and most of us only kind of keep it for one day, it's even more profound on Easter. The church says, look, if we're going to be in the wilderness of Lent for 40 theological days, then we better celebrate the promised land of resurrection for a little more. Let's go for 50 in Easter. Now, last Sunday's Easter sermon was, don't hold on to me. Today's Easter sermon asks one question. Does God have a body? Today's Easter story is a story about the body of Christ but I want to tell it to you three ways. Once, as a story about Jesus, the body of Christ. A second time, as a story about the church, the body of Christ. And a third, as a story about the Eucharist, the body of Christ. Here's the first. The body of Christ is really present with Jesus' friends at the sight of their terror and fear. They've been under attack. They have lost their friend. They have lost their leader. And they are trying to lay low until things die down. The doors are locked. And then Jesus comes in anyway. And he comes to comfort them, going through all the locked doors, especially the locked doors of their hearts. 
Jesus, the body of Christ, inhabits this location and proclaims one message. Peace. The disciples see Jesus, but they wonder, is this just a specter come to haunt us? Jesus says, ghosts don't have bodies. Come right on up. Touch for yourself. You might be shocked at how real God's presence is in this body. Jesus offers the body of Christ, his hands and his feet to be touched and seen. And then Jesus breathes on them. Just like God breathed the Spirit onto the humans in Genesis's creation and then gives them an assignment, well, in the same way, Jesus comes and breathes new life onto these disciples in the new creation of Easter, thus making them a body. The disciples wonder, does God have a body? The body of Christ comes in Jesus, breathes on them, thus making them a body, the body of Christ. Consider this story a second time as a story about the church, the body of Christ really being present with the world. As the world continues to hunker down behind locked doors at the sight of fear, evil, injustice, oppression, real people in our world continue to lurk in fear, real fear, because we live in a world that loves weapons and that just cannot quit our addiction to guns. And we live in a world where For all of our education, racism continues to tighten its grip upon us. And people just seem bound and determined to make life more hard and more cruel for God's beloved trans children. And here comes you, the body of Christ, the church. You can actually come alongside those in fear with one message, peace. The world wonders, does God have a body? Which is a way to say, does God see our suffering? Does God see that we're afraid in a real way? Well, holy family, in love, you are the way that the world will touch the body of God. The world sees the church and often wonders, is this just a a ghost? Is this just an illusion that at any moment it's going to be revealed that you two are in cahoots with the powers of death? Well, it's on you, holy family, church. It is on you to say to the world, illusions don't have bodies. So come touch for yourself. You might be shocked to discover how real God's presence is in this body. Easter is about you, the church, being the body of Christ to a world 
wondering if God has a body. And your profound answer, perhaps your most profound answer to this query is when you, the body of Christ, gather at this altar and pray that the Spirit would descend upon this bread to become the body of Christ in the Eucharist at communion. So consider this gospel a final time as a story about the Eucharist, the body of Christ. This communion table, this altar, hosts the body of Christ, and it breaks in upon all of our fears and our wonders that God really doesn't care. It apprehends us when we walk in these doors with all of our fears and insecurities. And after we pass the peace, we are not given mere stories of Jesus. We are ushered to this altar and given the body of Christ, the bread from heaven. When we come to this altar and a communion minister holds bread up to your eyes, you wonder, is this just a metaphor? It's just a little ghost, it's a little illusion meant to help me remember how Jesus used to be present to somebody else in the past. But the Eucharist says, well, metaphors don't have bodies. Come touch for yourself. Hold out your hands. You might be shocked to discover how real God's presence is in this body. I think this is why Jacob of Sarug, 5th century Syrian poet, liked to imagine that the separated souls would love to hang out around church altars. Because the consecrated bread and wine of the Eucharist was the closest they were going to get until the final resurrection when they'd get their bodies back. My dear friends, Jesus, the body of Christ, breathed life onto you, the church, the body of Christ. And every Sunday, you stand right here and you receive communion, the body of Christ, so that you can then go be the body of Christ in the world. Does God have a body? Easter takes that as a dare. Find more resources to help you lead a Jesus-centered life at holyfamilyhtx.org. Again, it's holyfamilyhtx.org.